You know who's coming for you. You've always known. Once more, for the last time, for season seven, welcome to the dark cells underneath the sausage hut, deep, deep down to the seventh and final installation of the Game of Thrones rehash, season seven, episode seven, titled The Dragon and the Wolf. I'm Johnny Kilbasa. And with me, as always, is Kowski. How you doing, Kowski? Nostrovia, Jenny. Nostrovia. Let's get... Glad to have you here. And for the last time, let's do this. This is Russell Lannister, and you're listening to the Game of Thrones. Very bittersweet. With Johnny Kilbasa. We're going to kick and it off. on the Mark Sausage Arrow Show, Podcast. it's time for the Game of Thrones Couple Minute of minutes. with Johnny Kilbasa. And Kowski. Getting kind of acclimated, but uh, who knows how long it's going to take until we have to go back to the Game of Thrones. But it's so fresh in our minds right now. And let's dedicate this final Game of Thrones minute or so to everybody in Texas who's getting a lot of rain. Here we go. Shame. Season 7, Episode Shame. 7 The Dragon and the Wolf. On the field in formation, outside's King Landing, the unsullied Wade, Bron and Jamie watch, pitch boils, and maybe it's all cocks in the end. The Dothraki ride in on the siege. The dragon team sees you're on Greyjoy ships, and we get a million people population count of King's Landing. In the galley, the hound wakes up the gimp inside the red keep. Cersei coaches up the mountain outside in the city. Bron welcomes everybody back. It's reunions all around. Pod and Tyrion, the hound of Brienne, Tyrion and Bron. Brienne tells the hound Ari's alive. Tyrion and Bron reunite. Tyrion offers Bron twice the money. Into the dragon's lair we go. Bron and Pod go out and have a drink. And another reunion, the Hound in the Mountain, and Tyrion and Cersei, and Euron and Theon, and Jamie and the Hound, and Jamie and Brienne, and then a Kalgamebolt Kl- teaser, maybe. Hmm. Then here comes Danny on a dragon, making the big diva entrance. Cersei isn't happy about Danny being late. Euron demands that Theon submits to him right now, then cuts a heel, heel promo on Tyrion being short. Sit down or leave, Euron. Then a discussion begins. Jon presents the need to battle the dead, then Tyrion has the Hound get the Gimp out, and the Gimp goes straight for Cersei, then gets sliced in half, then in thirds, and Jon does the zombie-killing dog and pony show there is only one war that matters the great war and it is here Euron gets scared and bolts for the iron islands after an invitation to danny to join him cersei capitulates on the condition that john will keep his ass in the north John lets it spill that he's in for Danny, and it all falls apart. Brienne gives a hard sell to Jamie, and Danny gets pissed off too. But John sticks to his guns. Tyrion says he'll go talk to his sister alone. Cure the brains of Castamere. Jamie says goodbye to Tyrion, one idiot to another, and the battle of wits ensues. Tyrion goes almost goes legend asks the mountain for satisfaction. Cersei balks because she's pregnant. What? Oh, pregnancy ruins the best of them. Back at Dragonstone, John and Danny talk about dragon rights and de- domesticating dragons. Then they realize that after careful deliberation, that they are fucked. But then Tyrion returns, and so do the Lannisters, and Cersei turns face call our banners all of them we'll join you in the fight meanwhile the winterfell Sansa and littlefinger get word of john's knee bending and discuss unnaming john king of the north and discusses aria motives aria's motives then littlefinger assumes the worst and convinces Sansa that area is trying to kill her meanwhile in dragonstone the dragon team discusses strategy john wants to sail to white harbor danny abides on the way out theon makes a moment to kiss up to john then john tells him he's a great joanna stark and theon's gonna go save yara and he goes for a fist fight with the great joy boat captains and wins off they go man number three says he likes it <laughs> 
<laughs> Especially after Theon hulks up after getting kicked in the nuts because he didn't have any nuts. Meanwhile, Winterfell, Sansa, and Arya bro, bro, go to the Great Hall. Bran finally shows up. Looks like Arya's on trial, but no, it's Littlefinger on trial, and he's charged with murder and treason. Murder their, murder their Aunt Liza, treason against everybody, and Bran knows everything. See you, Littlefinger. Arya killed him with his own dagger. Meanwhile, in King's Landing, Jamie plans the Northern March, but Cersei calls it off because she has gold, and now she has the Golden Company. And Euron didn't go to the Iron Islands. He went to get him. Cersei bows up on Jamie, and he walks out. The then snow hits King's Landing. Meanwhile, in Winterfell, Sam shows up, and he goes to see Bran, and Bran drops the bomb. John's name's Sam. No, wait, it's Targaryen. And there's Rhaegar and Ilaria. Oh, Robert's rebellion was built on a lie. Meanwhile, in a boat, John heads into Aunt Danny's cabin. <laughs> John is aiming on Targaryen. What? Meanwhile, in Winterfell, Arya and Sansa have a moment when the snows fall and the white winds blow. The lone wolf dies, but the pack survives. Out at the Weirwood tree, Bran works over to Eastwatch, Tormund Beric on Darien, look down from the top of the wall, and Viserion comes shooting ice, and down goes Eastwatch, and down goes the wall. See a Tormund, see a Beric Dondarrion, here come the dead. Shame. 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 Wow. Oh, there we go. Wait, what a way to go out. They out, We outran the ticker. There was so much that's going on yeah, there. Yeah, well, I think uh, we kind of uh, were thinking something would have to, have to happen to the wall this year, but uh, I guess we can get into that later. All right, what are your overall thoughts on this big finale? Well, you know, a little uh, not too heavy on the fighting scenes, which I guess isn't really a big surprise. I think traditionally they've kind of uh, getting a lot, gotten a lot of the uh, the crazy developments out prior to the season finale. So kind of get to uh, a little bit of stage, stage setting for season eight here, I think. Yeah, all the pieces are in place. Or in the, this this reminded me. So we we start in King's Landing. Everybody's coming from it, I, the amount of reunion and crazy stuff going on with all the main characters in the storyline was almost somewhat overwhelming at one point. If you just when all these people walked into the same place and just all these backstories started converging. Oh, yeah. So we've got. Uh, I guess what do we call them? It's the parlay at King's Landing. Is that uh sound good to you yeah it reminded me of a wwe contract signing like well we've got things set up in the ring this should go off without a hitch (laughs) (laughs) they're just here to sign just here to sign the contract nothing to see here folks so so yeah i was a little confused at the beginning of this because we just saw like the unsullied and the dothraki kind of swarming king's landing here and you know we hadn't really seen uh, either of them since their last battles at, uh, you know, when the dragons attacked the Lannisters and then the Unsullied attacked uh, the Rock, Casterly Rock. So apparently the Unsullied have abandoned Casterly Rock and they're uh, just kind of a show of force here, I think, at King's Landing. So uh, supposedly this meeting is, you know, no. Uh, not going to be any developments here, but I think uh, Danny wanted to show him what she got just in case they got any bad ideas. Yeah, pretty much. Um, yeah, we could take you down right now if we wanted to. And everybody comes walking in, and Cersei's unaffected, I guess. But then everybody shows up. Oh, I haven't seen you in a while. Oh, I haven't seen you in a while. Oh, I haven't seen you in a while. It just makes me, it's just like setting up the future regret for not why didn't i burn king's landing to the ground when i had the chance they should have just burned yeah. king's landing to the ground right there 
far as I'm concerned. Yeah. So, so then we kind of cut over to uh, Dragonstone, and it looks like the Greyjoys are surrounding Dragonstone. Is that what's going on there? Um, and then, I I thought it. Or is that just? I thought that was Tyrion's boat coming oh, into Blackwater Bay. that's the King's Landing. Yeah, that's what. That's how okay, I took it. I guess it. that makes more sense. I, I was a little confused when I first saw it. So uh, everybody's just kind of meeting there, and I guess uh, <laughs> the Hound goes to check on the White that they've captured, and he just goes starts going ape shit in the crate. <laughs> that so was funny. We. <laughs> you still in there? Uh, then, yeah. Yep, looks like it. So, uh, yeah, then Cersei uh, gives Gregor some talking points on who he needs to kill first in the event of an emergency. So That, that was great. <laughs> <laughs> what was the order she gave him? Uh, I think it was Danny first. The, the, the What did he call it? The silver-haired wench or something like that? The silver-haired wench, maybe? So it was. I think it was what, Danny Tyrion first, and then, and then I don't know if Tyrion was second or third. Yeah, who was the third person? The the king in the north. Yeah, the northern king. Anyway. Yeah. So she's obviously uh, not not expecting this to go off without a hitch herself. So uh, yeah, you're right. We do get some kind of cool. Cool reunions here. Uh, the Hound and Brienne are walking side by side, and <laughs> Brienne's just like, uh, "I thought you were dead," and he's like, ah, "Not quite," but um, <laughs> they kind of seem to make up here and realize that they weren't really, uh, you know, both of them are are kind of decent people, or were really trying to protect Arya. So uh, seems like seems like there's not too many hard feelings there. All things considered, it could be a lot worse. So. I know, uh, I know you kicked my ass, Brienne, but uh, Tormund Giantsbane, really? Are you seriously? You're with him? What? What do you mean, Tormund Giantsbane? I'm not with him. He makes he, googly he eyes. He told me all about you. <laughs> that guy's hey, got it bad for it. you. Yeah, he wants to have babies with you post-haste. But, uh, you know, uh, Brienne, I was thinking, I, I mean, I know we, we had a fight, but uh, honestly, it really turned me on. You're a tall woman. I'm a tall man. I have a big scar on my face, and what do you think? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know where that was going. That was funny. I mean, it could be, yeah, that's like breeding horses for like the Kentucky Derby. You know, <laughs> you just get like her and Tormund or the Hound. I mean, either way, I'm pretty sure that kid's going to be pretty badass. But uh, Brienne isn't. Uh, she's not really <clears throat> laying her cards on the table on any of her. Uh, it doesn't seem to be too worried about finding herself a man. Yeah. She's worried so about we'll killing people. Wait and see. Yeah. <laughs> so then we get a little uh, Tyrion and Bronn uh, reunion here as well. It's yeah. always nice to see those two together. Totally. That was, that, that was, it, I, I like seeing Bronn with anybody pretty much it, with, with those yeah. guys. Yeah, Bron is. I mean, he. I don't think he really had much of a role in the books, but everybody likes him so much that they just keep uh, giving him more stuff to do in the show. So, yeah, a little he... heart wrenching uh, reunion between those two. Before we head over to the 
Dragon Pit in King's Landing. What was that called? Having the little summit. You know, I, I looked it up. I just was I was trying to find a real name. I just saw like Dragon Pit, so I don't okay. know if there's more. Uh, I, I I couldn't find a more specific name. Gotcha. But um, I didn't look super hard either. So yeah, I was I wondering. You know, they they showed that on the preview, and I didn't know what the hell that was. It's like, are they outside of King's Landing, or is this something we're in King's Landing? I didn't know. Yeah, it took me a little sec, minute to piece that all together as well. But, but it's, it's cool that they had the backstory on it. Yeah. So uh, then we got another reunion here when the Hound and the Mountain get face to face. So uh, I don't know. I thought this was kind of interesting. I'm not really sure uh, what exactly you know the Hound meant, but obviously the Mountain has not said a word since his. Uh, transformation so it's a pretty one-sided conversation but kind of culminates in the hound when he says to him uh you know it doesn't really matter anyway what happened to you he's like you know who's coming for you you've always known so i don't know is that uh is that a little clagane bowl teaser you think i mean is there I, I wouldn't have any other way to interpret that other than that's his way of saying there those two are going to go at it someday but I hope so, uh, unless know, there was somebody else that we don't know about in the, involved in that. Yeah, I, I don't, uh, I mean, if it is, I don't think it's anything we are really aware of. I mean, I think the only thing that would make sense would be the Hound in the Mountain, but, you know, maybe he's making some kind of reference to uh, something in his past that we don't really know about, but that doesn't seem to make a whole lot of sense. So I'm just going to hold out hope that that's just a straight Clegane uh, Clegane Bowl teaser. Well, you know, and I might be overthinking this here. I do remember Barrick Don Darian last week saying that, that he when he what he met he met Jon Snow's dad Ned in King's Landing, and Ned had sent him out uh -huh. to hunt the mountain. Is that right? Somebody sent Barrick Don Darian well, out to hunt you know the what? mountain. That's true. Yeah, that did happen in season one when, um, yeah, when Ned was like acting king while, uh. Robert was on his hunt or whatever. He kind of took over, and that was the only time we saw Beric Dondarrion in season one was when he sent him out. So you know what? And I think the Hound actually did kill Beric twice as part of his like six deaths or whatever. So yeah, you know what? I didn't even think about that. So uh, maybe Beric's got him up, got him in mind, got him in the crosshairs. Hmm. We'll see. So this is it's just a so crazy, crazy see. scene. Crazy scenes with all these yeah. characters. There's so much backstory. Just with and even Pod and Tyrion was a good. That was a good reunion. Yeah. They haven't been a couple of years since they've seen each other. <laughs> so the uh, the meeting gets started off a little bit on a sour note as Euron just jumps in and says, "Oh, by the way, Theon, I'm your sister. Submit now, or I'm killing her." Yeah, and, what, and Theon's just like, what do you want from me? <laughs> what do you mean, submit? So luckily, uh, that goes on for a minute or so, and then Cersei's just like, oh, rain it in. Come on. Wait, that's not what we're here. <laughs> so. so at this point, uh, we Tyrion and Jon Snow start, 
start talking about the Army of the Dead, but obviously Cersei still just thinks it's a bunch of BS. So uh, the Hound goes down and pulls up the crate and pulls out a real live, I guess maybe not a live white, but a real white. <laughs> and everybody pretty much craps their pants at this point. So uh, Walker comes at Cersei. She craps her pants. Uh, Euron asks if they can swim, and they say no. And he's like, good, I'm out. <laughs> so uh, Euron wants nothing to do with these. He's uh, going to head back to Pike, or so he says. Yeah, that was, that was uh, then, crafty. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll yeah, we'll hear a little bit more on that here in a minute. But um, so Cersei at this point agrees to the truce, but she says, "I want Jon Snow to mind his own effing business." So, uh, as part of the truce, she asks Jon to just ignore this war when it's all said and done. But John says, uh, no deal. I've already sworn my fealty to the Dragon Queen. And it all falls apart. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if Cersei was just looking for an excuse for it to fall apart, you know, because she knew it was going to fall apart anyway. I don't know. She kind of took took advantage of the situation. John was kind of dumb or proving that how what Southerners make fun of Northerners for being dumb and that came off as dumb. And then we get a little uh, Brienne and Jamie reunion here as well. Brienne tries to kind of talk some sense into Jamie, but uh, don't really know if that's going to work or not. Right. And it's funny that of all people, um, Brienne says, fuck loyalty. <laughs> it's like the, the only thing you've right. said for the last uh, five years has been about loyalty and oaths. And then you just pull that. Okay. Yeah, well, that's that's the world we're living in now, Johnny. True. The loyalties you had last year aren't necessarily the ones you had this year. Oh, man. So everything pretty much falls apart here, but Tyrion, uh, Tyrion doesn't want to give up on it just yet. So he's like, well, I'm going to have to go meet Cersei. She might kill me, but uh, I got to do it. So she goes to meet. He goes to meet Cersei, and she just goes on a rant and just tells him about everything that he, all the reasons why she hates him, which we've heard a million times. So <laughs> at one point, uh, Tyrion just kind of thinks he's going to get axed, and he's like, "All right, well, just get it over with. Tell tell the mountain to do it." and uh, Tense moment there for him for a second, but uh, she does not get the order. So I couldn't believe it, honestly. I can't believe she didn't. I had a hard time believing that. Uh, yeah, I wasn't sure either. Kind of the same when she, you know, a little later in the episode, there's a little tense moment with Jamie. I wasn't sure what was going to happen there either. We'll get to that later. But, uh, yeah, both of those, you know, kind of, you know, just, when you think you know what's going to happen or what's not going to happen, you're, you just you don't know with Game of Thrones. So I think that's kind of a good thing here where I I was still doubting what was going to happen, even though I, I didn't wouldn't have thought these characters would be ending their run tonight, but you just don't know. Right. 
and Cersei, I mean, she was so mad and it was just totally unlike her to not. I was I was thinking when he walked in, I was thinking that she was going to have him killed and then somebody was going to come in and save the day and take uh-huh. it, take out the mountain, but I was totally wrong. Yeah, so uh anyway, um Tyrion is a little bit relieved, so he goes and pounds some wine. Looks like he's not dead just yet, and Cersei starts talking and making a little bit of uh, gestures on his stomach, and at this point, Tyrion calls her out and realizes she's pregnant. And that's pretty much where it ends. Yeah, it's like, I can't believe... I'm just It's so disappointing to see Cersei not be absolutely as evil as something could possibly be. Yeah, make up your mind. I mean, she's never really been uh, afraid to kill a mass amount of people. Yeah. Or maybe, I, I guess if he wouldn't have came back, maybe Danny just would have burnt the place to the ground anyway. And it's, yeah. It's funny that there's a million people in King's Landing. You know, I mean, if you ever, if you look at it, it you you really couldn't fit more than uh, a couple thousand people in there. (laughs) But I know suspension to disbelief, certainly a million. I mean, that's, it's twice as big as Cleveland, Ohio, King's Landing. Are they talking about the Metroplex uh, all the way up to where Lala Stokeworth has a castle? Are they talking the the greater Blackwater area? Yeah. The perimeter. (laughs) The interstate perimeter. Yeah. The big census area million people in King's Landing. It's a big city for those days. Big city. Big city! <laughs> and it's funny how, yeah, so the, they had the, when Tyrion actually, before he went in there, they queued the range of Castamere when he said he was going to go talk to his sister alone, and I thought that, you know, yeah. that usually means somebody's going to die. <laughs> yeah, it's not a good sign. Things don't usually end well. It's not <laughs> a, uh, not a feel-good song. No. <laughs> Yep, so they have a talk, and then Tyrion goes back to the, what did you call it, the dragon pit? Yeah. And and everybody, John and John and Danny are ta- lamenting on how they blew it, pretty much, and everybody comes back. Yeah, we got, well, we got a little foreshadowing here as well, because John and Danny are talking, and uh, Daenerys is sitting here talking about how she's not going to have any babies anymore, so... Uh, John Snow's kind of like, well, are you sure about that? Because, uh, what, you're just taking the taking the word of this crazy witch doctor you met seven years ago? So she said uh, she doesn't think she can have a family, and John agrees that we're kind of fucked at this point with all the uh, <laughs> Army of the Dead coming. So, But little do we know... Uh, Tyrion makes his way back from the meeting, and we have an agreement in place. Cersei is going to take her armies along for the battle. She's changed. She's had a change of heart because she's such a good person. It all seems too good to be true at this point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how unlike her. Yeah, what's gotten into her here? She's, you know, being nice and not killing people and helping not the Cersei I know. Right. <laughs> oh, and another thing, one thing before that, when John and Danny were talking there, they they found a mini dragon 
dragon jaw bone fossil or whatever and it's, right. you know how they then they started talking about how sad it was for them for the dragons to be domesticated and these little things left over that it was a, a nice little moment for a dragon yeah dragon activism I didn't, realize, I didn't realize what that was at first and then eventually i kind of clicked but i thought it was like a piece of the dead white for a second but right I, I when you first picked out. it up i thought that too So then we're off to Winterfell. Sansa's having a little heart to heart with Littlefinger, of course. Yeah. Alone with nobody paying attention. So, you know, <laughs> really good job of protecting Sansa we've done here. But uh he kind of you know, he admits that uh you know, he kind of plants the seed that if John's in the way, he doesn't necessarily have to be he can be unnamed King of the North and uh, Sansa expl- expresses her fear from Arius now that she knows she's a killer. And and here we go. You know, we thought like it's like okay, he's done it. He's he's this is he's putting the finishing touches on this conspiracy that he's built. Every seems seems like he's going along well. And he's just about to get everything he wants, and Sansa is acting yeah, like so she's he gives her He gives her the advice to just, uh, when he's not sure what to do, just assume the worst and work your way backwards. So he basically just, you, at this point you hear Sansa saying, well, why'd she come back to Winterfell? To kill me, because I betrayed my family, because she wants to be Lady of Winterfell. And, you know, his, he's just like, yep, that's exactly what I want you to say. So... Uh, looks like she's planting the seeds of just having no trust for Arya whatsoever and assuming the worst, as Littlefinger suggested. It was great. It was great. I was, I was, I was like, oh no, Arya, one Arya Sansa's dying tonight. So we'll uh, so we'll think we'll head back to Winterfell here shortly. But in the meantime, uh, Jon Snow and Danny are talking, and Jon kind of talks her into sailing with him, thinking that uh, it's a good idea for them to travel together, so they don't uh, to kind of make people realize the alliance is intact, and or maybe he just uh, you know wants to. <clears throat> Spend a little alone time with the Dragon Queen, but regardless, <laughs> they'll be sailing together. Sailing back to Winterfell with my aunt that I'm gonna bang. Do 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 do. Who sings that song? Christopher Cross. <laughs> Not as good as you. But. <laughs> um. Yeah, I thought she was. I th- here again. I I keep trying to think one step ahead, and I'm wrong every time. But I was thinking that they were going to take the express flight, and she's like, "I oh, know, we're not. We don't have time to sail. I'm just going to take the dragon." And oh, you know, John, you're going to take a dragon too. You know, I was waiting for that. Yeah. So uh, let's see. So then, Theon uh, and Jon Snow have a little heart to heart, and Theon just kind of feels bad about everything that happens and talks to John about how he always knows the right move and how Theon is always feels like he's uh, 
presented with a no-win situation. So a little heart-to-heart here. John seems to kind of forgive him to some degree. I don't know exactly how much, but he doesn't seem to want him dead at the moment. So I guess that's the best that Theon can hope for. Yeah. And it's... it's, (laughs) Yeah, so Theon's like, okay, I'm going to go save Yara. What are you still talking to me for? Yeah, well, go do it already. So, uh, Theon goes back to his crew, tells them that they need to rescue Yara, and they basically just tell him to F off uh, because they don't really have any respect for him or anything anymore. So, Theon starts getting the crap beat out of him (laughs) until (laughs) he just keeps getting up for more, getting up for more, refusing to stay down. And uh, finally, the guy he's fighting goes for the groin shot, hits him three times, and Theon is completely unfazed, <laughs> which gives him a chance to recover and beat the crap out of that guy. Yeah. Whoever he was. The captain who saved Didn't he save his life a few weeks ago? Uh, I think that was the one that pulled him out of the water. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that was funny. Like the dude... <laughs> His finishing move is the the crotch kick. He goes for it once. He goes for it twice. He goes for it three times. Theon's not phased. He's coming back. Yeah, he's just completely no-selling, hulking up here, I think. Rope-a-doped him. (laughs) (laughs) And off he goes. So we get a little everybody uh, for Yara here at the end, and looks like he's starting to win the respect back of his crew because he took three groin shots and just kept on coming. So <laughs> apparently apparently that goes a long way in uh, terms of respect for the Ironborn. <laughs> he must have nuts of iron. Anyway. Yeah, so then so we go see. head on back to Winterfell, right? Yep, and Arya Sansa tells them to summon Arya, Arya to the Great Hall, and uh, I kind of like the way this, uh, this this scene played out here because I always thought the uh, Sansa and Arya tension did it just seemed kind of I don't know it didn't really make a lot of sense to me, mm-hmm. especially because Bran is right there the whole time, but meanwhile we don't see Bran for a little while, but. Bran is here, and just when it looks like Arya is going to start, Sansa's going to start charging Arya with treason or get her in trouble in some way, shape, or another. It's a swerve, and Baelish is really the one on trial here. It's funny that he was sitting sitting over to the side, leering like always when when the thing started where else would he be <laughs> like i'm gonna sit here and grin and watch you from the distance well, let me, yes I, this let me is just look on menacingly from the distance here <laughs> and i had just written my plan goes perfectly according to plan yeah it's like i got this one in the bag man i got this one in the bag and i i just wrote in my notes when they when they went to the great hall i was i wrote in my notes where is bran and then I was like, then he was there. I was like, okay, I, I thank you for including him in an important meeting since he sees everything in the world. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so 
Yeah, they go through the laundry list of everything he's done. He killed Lysa, conspired to kill uh, Robin Aaron. He uh, stabbed Ned in the back. So, yeah, there's plenty of reasons here to get uh, Littlefinger dead. Uh, so Sansa passes the sentence and Arya throats him with the cat's paw dagger that he gifted to the family a few episodes back. Yeah, throats him. <laughs> it's good to know that that's a thing. He throated him. Yeah. Good, you know, hey, he was a, that was a big, that was big. It was a, he was a, been a big character since day one, Littlefinger. And yeah, he's been pretty much a huge asshole for seven seasons now. And, uh, you know, I'm glad that Sansa wasn't starting to trust him in any way, shape, or form because there's no reason for her to trust him. So, thankfully, uh, that was just kind of a big, just a little bit of a swerve, although I still don't really understand why there was so much tension between him and her and Sansa because... I mean, it really didn't need to be, but that's kind of how they played it up to get you wondering. But like Arya was going to cut off Sansa's face last week. It wasn't like they were really playing that up for Baelish, but right. anyway. Yeah, it seems so like now the, all those scenes they Baelish. Had. Yeah, see a Baelish. Uh, we hardly, I mean, we we knew him well. He was been around for a long time, and it's funny that he just kind of sputtered out this whole season, pretty much. You know, he had his one. Like, why didn't he just go back to the Erie, and you know, run things there? What I mean, I, I guess he was trying to. Well, I'm going to stick around here until. Well, he didn't know Arya was going to show up before until she showed I start up. Yeah. Sansa. I guess yeah. so. That's what he was angling for. Yeah. Yeah. Just one a, di- a day late and a dollar short, pretty much. Yeah, he went yeah. a long way, caused a lot of trouble. Pretty much was responsible for the War of the Five Kings. Had the greatest brothel in, in King's Landing, that's for sure. Everybody loved the brothel. Um, he was all up and down that place. The boot, the moon door. It was like the, let's do a, a a retrospective of Littlefinger to uh, Christopher Cross's sailing. It takes Chaos is a ladder. Hey, ah, the moon door. Throw him through the moon door. Sandra, I loved your mother. I loved you. See ya. That's a good way to get rid of him. He deserved to be stabbed in the throat. He I did. Think, you know, he, so. do, he deserved to be put on trial. And like, like, oh, let, let us remind you all those crappy things you did. And then, bam, Arya comes in with the, with the throat. Nice job. Yeah, so much for that. Uh, I feel like Sansa should have done it. Isn't that the Stark way? The uh, he who passes judgment uh, gives out the sentence. But yeah, that's true. Oh well. So after that, we head back to King's Landing, and Jamie is formulating some battle plans for the war up north. And at this point, Cersei's like, uh, I didn't realize you were this dumb. You really thought we were going to go help these buttholes? Uh, <laughs> are you serious? So uh, I've got the Iron Bank, and I just bought the uh, – I'm buying the Golden Company – Euron isn't leaving. He's going to get the he's going to get the Golden Company, 
and uh, we're going to stick it to these guys when they least expect it. Oh, yeah. And thank you, Cersei. For, she, she swerved us, too. She swerved the face turn twice, pretty much. Yeah. Swerved the first the first time, and then John was like, "Nope." And then she had to go back, and then she had to swerve it again, and then she's like, "Dude, <laughs> are you serious? You really think you're gonna go up there? I mean, give me a break." Come on, do you not know me? Do you not know how pure evil I am? And yeah, so yeah, and I you, like this. And of course, the baby is Euron's baby. I hope so. Anyway, I hope Cersei's pregnant with uh, Euron's baby. Hmm. I don't. I don't know. We'll just have to wait and see. I yeah. guess. I didn't really see any love connection there yet, but it's not like we see everything like we, the three-eyed raven. Right. Well, she had to keep him around one way or another. Yeah. So. Uh, and they oh, conspired. I like this moment here with what's that? They conspired too. Against behind Jamie's back, so who knows? They could have conspired yeah. while they were getting it on on Euron's big boat. So I like that little moment here when uh, Jamie's like, uh, "No, I told him I was going to help. I'm I'm taking the army to help." And uh, you get a little tense moment here where you think uh, Cersei's just going to have them out and take him down, and he kind of calls her bluff, just storms out, and does not get ripped to shreds and i dude i was totally convinced because since they swore the swerve is the the word of the day but they swerved it the first time with Tyrion. i was like no way she's gonna do it twice you know it's like oh man really here goes jamie you gotta go dude or jamie was gonna hulk up and kill the mountain you know one of one of those two things but well and he looked like he was just kind of resigned to his fate in there you know and just like really and he's just like because i think he he didn't think he had any chance about uh against the the mountain so he was just like well you're gonna do it go for it because i not think i can do about it so uh he storms off and then uh the mountain doesn't do anything so i don't know if that means he's still going to be amassing his army but i guess that's the implication and then as he leaves uh, King's Landing, he kind of looks and sees some snow hitting his gloves. So just a little more reminder here that uh, winter's starting to kick in all across the country. Yeah, it's made it all the way down there. Crazy. So I don't know. I don't know where Jamie was. Was Jamie going to leave with the army or was Jamie just riding around for a little bit and looking? What did that mean right there? Uh, I don't know. I guess we'll just have to wait and see, but I guess he seems... I'm, I'm guessing he's committed to helping the North. He seemed doesn't seem like he changed his mind at, at any point, so I'm going to assume he's he's looking for a way to help out. Okay. So then we head back to Winterfell again, and Sam has arrived, uh, realizes he's back. Bran kind of wonders, you know, why, and he's just like, look, I want to help out. I like John, whatever. So they kind of go through the whole. Uh, he he drops the whole uh, Leanna, Rhaegar, John Snow's parents on him. Yeah. And at this point, Sam realizes that uh, they were actually married, and not just, uh, you know, 
rape, like she wasn't raped or anything. They were willing, willing uh, company. So at this point, Fran goes into his little time machine and goes back, checks out the wedding, and we realize that uh, not only is John their kid, with he's a legitimate Targaryen heir to the throne, and his name is Aegon Targaryen. Kaboom. Kaboom. Yeah, isn't I mean wasn't there already an Aegon Targaryen? That's uh he was named after one of the other ones, right? I mean Amon. I think Amon was the, the one at Castle Black, wasn't it? Um Amon, Aegon, Agar, Rhaegar. George R. R. Martin does Eamon. that stuff. Yeah, Eamon was the the Meister at Castle Black. But wasn't he talking about his brother Egg? Egg? Aegon? Or I don't know. They used to call Egg. That was the Mad anyway. King. That was the Mad King. Yeah. So he's got the same name as the Mad King. I'm looking it up right now. Yeah. Is that right? I looked it up earlier. I don't. So yeah, Sam's just kind of walk. Uh, Brand's walking Sam through all of this. We realize that uh, yeah, there's just a lot of stuff going on here. So yeah, and um, just a refresher. You had to go back a few seasons, and and Bran actually met Sam before. If you don't remember that, they were at one of the abandoned castles on the wall, and Bran was coming through, and Sam led him through, took him or met him at one place, took him back to Castle Black, and then let him go yeah. through. Helped helped them on their way north. Or or he led him through in that they weren't in Castle Black, were they? Weren't they in a different castle at the time? Uh, yeah, that was Winterfell, right? Oh, I thought it was another castle on the. I thought it was when Sam oh, saw Bran. You mean when when he saw Bran? Yeah, weren't they in some other castle? Uh, I think that was one of the abandoned castles. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I don't remember the name of that one in particular, but you know, there's like eighteen of them or something. So it was just one of the ones that never got used. So, anywho, yeah. Uh, meanwhile, while uh, <laughs> while Bran is sitting there telling uh, Sam about how uh, Danny and Jon Snow are actually related, uh, it's kind of juxtaposed against the scene with uh, Jon going to knock on Danny's door, and next thing <laughs> you know, we're hook- they're hooking up. So. I know that was so grossly, <laughs> ironically awful. Because <laughs> it's something you really, you know, like you, you, they really wanted the TV show wanted you to to ship them, as they say, <laughs> to ship John right. and Jan, Danny. Uh, I wasn't sure this. I wasn't sure that this uh, love match was really going to happen, but apparently it is. So. <laughs> yeah, they got it, and they they uh they went full nude. But you didn't get yeah. to see anything, so. Too bad. Aegon. Okay, Aegon M- is his Meanwhile, name. Uh, Tyrion's kind of looking on uh, Littlefinger style. It seems like he notices this little love connection happening, so I don't really know. They, they showed a couple shots of him. He didn't seem too worried or concerned, but 
I don't know why they felt the need to kind of make sure we all knew that Tyrion Tyrion knows. Yeah, or I I don't know. Yeah, was he like was Tyrion like um oh, I wanted to bang her. I knew she wasn't going to bang me, but I still wanted to bang her. Is that, I thought that's what he was kind of acting. Oh, like. there goes my chance. Yeah. So Anyway, Aegon's so, ma- a- there is a- so Aegon, yeah, Aegon is a son of Rhaegar who's son of Ares the 2nd, son of Jaehaerys the 2nd, son of Aegon the 5th. So there was so there's a bunch of Aegons. Yeah. Egg on your face. <laughs> egg, 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 egg. <laughs> so we get a little. We take another stop back to Winterfell. Looks like Arya and Sansa have made up. Uh, they give us the whole lone wolf survive. Uh, lone wolf dies, but the pack survives mentality. And um. So it looks like those two are on the same page, hopefully. So we don't get any more of this BS fighting amongst the Starks. I mean, they got enough people that hate them, so no sense in ripping yourselves apart from within. Yeah. And just and, and, and it will be a great time when John gets back. Like, look, man. Oh, Bran. Oh, I'm so happy to see you. I, you know, I can't believe you're alive and all. It's so great. And like, listen, man. Listen, brother. I'm so in love with this Danny girl. Listen, man. I got to tell you all about it. She's your aunt, bro. What? <laughs> me first. Me first. <laughs> Let me tell you. I met this super hot chick. Oh my gosh. You. you <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> no way, man. Oh, why did Ollie have to shoot Eaglet? I would have been happy with Eaglet. <laughs> Doing the Targaryen thing. Targaryens are going to Targaryen. Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. So pretty much everything got buttoned up with all the humans. All the humans were button buttoning things up here. For the long wait. Jeez. Yep. And then uh, the season ends with a quick trip to Eastwatch, and the Army of the Dead has arrived. Oh. But they're not alone. They've got an ice dragon with them, and he just starts torching the wall, and the wall come crumbling down the wall. Now, did you think? Uh, do you think everybody's dead here, or I don't know? I kind of feel like I think you were thinking maybe Tormund and Beric are dead, but I don't, I don't want them to be dead. But I, they were on top of the wall, you know. Yeah, I don't. I just didn't know if it was that specific, you know, because it wasn't like the whole damn wall came down. It was kind of one section, and yeah, it looked like they might have might have gotten to one of the sides but i guess we'll just have to wait and see well hopefully you know who knows i i i'm i'm willing okay i'm willing to say that they're not dead i don't i want okay. i don't want them to be dead but it sure looked like they were it didn't all east yeah, watch, fall? watch again and see did you see anybody escape did they show anybody escaping i mean because that um, thing came they down they didn't really show anybody escaping but i feel like they showed the wall kind of crumbling and some, you know, red shirts going down, but not, uh, I feel like they, you know, kind of showed Barrick and 
Foreman not going down, but I mean, there was so much destruction. It wasn't like they showed him live either. So I don't know. We're just going to have to wait for friggin' ever now <sighs> for whenever we get another episode. So I think we're about roughly 99% done with this season. I'd have to <laughs> check that's plus or minus 1% margin of error on that. But, uh, <sighs> Yep. Oh man, yeah, the the long night. The long night is upon us. And it was so when the wall came down, I thought the the blank the 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 blank stare on the white walker on the horse as he was standing there. And then, you know, all they do is when the wall comes down, it's like there's no reaction whatsoever and they just start walking. Yep. <laughs> like walk, walk, yeah, walk. Right. Oh, there's a wall here. Don't walk any farther. Oh, wall comes down. Okay, continue to walk. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna bring it up real quick here. Yeah, I didn't see. I was looking for any sort of sign of life, but I thought Tormund was just resigned to, resigned to it when it happened. Man, this was was this an hour, almost an hour and a half. It says uh, a minute thirty one, but I don't 125 know. One twenty five was the was wow. the official DVR time. That's damn near, you know, that's damn near a feature film. Right. I mean, if you're talking like Sylvester Stallone Cobra, I think that was like, you know, 84 minutes. So (laughs) I think it got a feat. Good stuff. Yeah. Oh, oh, man. I I don't want it to end. Don't want it to end, Kowski. Nobody does. Nobody does. So. Yeah, it's so sad. I feel like it was just yesterday we were doing season six rehashes and getting excited for the start of season seven, and here we are. It's all over. Yep. Just just as we were getting to know it. Yeah. Okay. Tormund. There's Barrack and Torin. Tormund. They see the dead come. They, now, is it ice? Was the dragon shooting ice, or was that blue flames? Uh, I. Yeah, I was a little confused. I assume that's got to be a blue flame because otherwise I wouldn't think like ice breath would really screw up the wall. But I guess it's just blue flame, which is burns hotter than, uh, you know, orange flame. So I don't know. Yep. Whatever it is, I don't want to be in its path. No. You kind of can't. Well, okay, there goes. They showed. Oh, okay. They're scurrying. They're, they're scurrying down East Watch as it's getting ripped. And Viserion's just going to town, named after Uncle Viserys the Third, which would have been Danny's yes. Danny's brother. Okay, here it comes. Name golden crown. It's funny that the dead can't swim. <laughs> yeah. I guess, okay, okay, they're scurrying. They're still scurrying. More walls coming down. Oh, more people falling. People are falling. Okay, there's people. Oh, those are the dead. I wonder if there's anybody recognizable in the crowd of the dead. Okay, there's Torment. He's, the wall's crumbling, bumbling, stumbling down. Um, He looks... And then the whole wall goes. It all, all of East Watch, 
is crumbling, bumbling. You can bend me, you can break me, but you better stand clear when the wall comes tumbling down. It's it's all gone, man. I don't think there's any. Well, is there any part of East Watch left there? I don't. I don't think I saw any. I don't know. Continue to walk. Dead giants. Yeah. Okay. You've. So it's winter, Winterfell. Here we come. I mean, that's the first stop. Everybody on Earth yeah. is heading towards Winterfell, and and then so is the dead. But the dead's got to be way closer. Yeah, they don't walk very fast, though. So that's true. <laughs> we'll see. They don't. It took them seven seasons to get this far. <laughs> Yep. Good thing. Uh, good thing they don't have to eat or sleep. <laughs> no logistics necessary when you're dealing with the dead. Just point them in one direction and let them go. Oh man, that's ominous. That's ominous. They got Viserion, so it's gonna be. We're gonna have a dragon fight at some point. How are they gonna get? I mean, what? You know, it's like they're going to, are they going to go, they went 100,000 miles an hour this, this season, which I'm happy for. I'm, I'm, I don't mind it moving fast. Right. Um, but are they just going to do, you know, a 180 and just drag out everything? Cause there's really not that much to do or is there enough to do, you know, and how's it going to end? You know, what's it going to, what's going to be the end? Is everybody going to live happily ever after? I don't see how that could happen. <sighs> no, I, I, um. I'm I'm openly not rooting for uh, Daenerys to be on the throne when it's all said and done. Okay. I just, uh, I'm just kind of over that because um, <laughs> I feel like that's kind of been where they. Uh, I, I think that's what they've wanted you to think the whole time. Mm-hmm. And you know, I, I feel like we need a little bit of a more of a surprise ending for this to really kind of go out well. Like that would just seem. A little too predictable for me, so I'm 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 hoping for something not that. Yeah, that's good. So you're you're essentially uh, wanting Cersei to win. <laughs> um. Well, I don't know about that either. She needs to die, but hey, I don't know. Is it uh, Jon Snow now, the leader in the clubhouse for uh, the Iron Throne? Or will they share that? They'll share it. John and Daniel share the Iron Throne. Oh, we got some more swords. We can just widen this seat a little bit, and we both get up here. <laughs> oh man, we got a long, we got a long wait ahead of us. But Kowski, thank you very much for this long road that we've been on the King's Road together. You rehashed two seasons prior to this season and then you were here for all these it was great i'm glad you were here really liked having you and uh, we will definitely see you on a regular sausage hut because i i still haven't debuted your your um your theme song so you the, the third theme song in the sausage oh, hut man. So all right well when, yeah when Let's you come go. back we uh, got that to look forward tell to them when we're getting the new game of thrones so we'll just have to find another excuse yep can't wait so until then follow margulis <laughs> the strovia <Goodbye>. kowski <laughs> <laughs>
Later. Later.